0: Hi friends, this is Megan, and you're listening to the She Lives Purposely podcast, where we encourage women to love Jesus and live purposely in every area of life. Hello friend and welcome or welcome back to the She Lives Purposefully podcast. My name is Megan and I am the host of this podcast and the founder of She Lives Purposefully and I am so glad that you are here. I hope and pray that you are encouraged and equipped by this incredible episode. My heart is for you, for you to walk with Jesus well, for you to live purposefully. I want to encourage you before we start this episode to encourage one friend today by sharing this episode with them, just one person. Build them up today in their walk with Christ. I know that I can't wait to share it with my friends, all of you. And if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to the She Lives Purposely podcast so that you don't miss a single encouraging episode and leave a review so that others stumbling on here will know whether or not they should check it out. Okay, now whether you're sitting ready to take notes, cleaning your house, cooking, driving, home from work, maybe you're at work, get ready to be encouraged and equipped. Okay, our first sponsor for today is Sand & City. Sand & City is a shop that designs, creates, and of course sells clay earrings. And you guys, I just bought from this business last month. I'm not exaggerating. Go get some handmade art that meets everyday wear. Sand & City is a woman run and Christian-run business. I know the two ladies who run it personally and they are such gems who put so much care into each piece that they create and it shows because these earrings and also other pieces that they have you guys have to check out are so cute. I currently, I think, have at least six pairs in my room right now. They even have a pair named after me, yours truly, that you can find in the shop, um, and it's also currently in my room. You can find Sandin City on Instagram at SandinCity2, or you can find them on Etsy. And guess what, friends, for the month of April... Sandin City is giving an exclusive code to Sheila's Purposefully listeners for 15% off. The code is SLP15, SLP15, and it's free shipping after $35. I personally especially love the Camilla earring. So go grab that and maybe we can match. Go support this women-run, Christian-run business and get some handmade clay earrings that you will definitely wear on the regular. I cannot tell you how excited I am for today's episode. We have a special guest on today, somebody who has not been on the podcast before. It was actually her very first podcast at all, and you cannot tell whatsoever. She was just a natural. But this person was actually one of my mentors in high school, um, somebody who just encouraged me when, with my walk with the Lord throughout high school and then early um 20s as well and and late teens and now we are just sweet friends who encourage each other and build each other up. Um, So I wanted to have her on the podcast. She is such an incredible mentor to so many women and and so I wanted to have her on to get to chat with all of us today and we're going to be talking about comparison um, and it is such a good conversation. But before we continue, I have one more She Lives Purposely podcast sponsor for today that I cannot wait to tell you about. Before we continue, I want to tell you about Heart and Soul Weddings. Heart and Soul Weddings is a wedding planning service that plans events that uniquely capture your vision. Marie from Heart and Soul Weddings is based on the East Coast, but travels to you. And I can personally testify of her amazing work because Marie was my very own wedding coordinator, and I cannot even begin to tell you how amazing she was. Marie is a Christian, and of course, we love supporting our Christian businesses. So if you are a 2022 or 2023 or even 2024 bride, or if you know one, you can connect with my own personal wedding coordinator through the link in the show notes or at heartandsoulweddings.com. I personally was obsessed with my wedding. Of course, I'm probably a little biased, but it's all thanks to Marie and her absolute professionalism day of and the months leading up. She truly captured my vision. Go get your dream wedding day at heartandsoulweddings.com. Carly, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I am so excited to get to talk with you today, and I already kind of introduced you, but why don't you introduce yourself, tell us a little bit about who you are, what you do, and even your testimony if you want to dive into that a little bit.
1: Hi Megan, it is so great to be here. I love Sheila's purposefully, and I'm excited to be a part of this conversation with you today. Um, I am a writer. I write novels for young adults, and I started doing this because I worked with youth and young adult ministries for over 11 years now. And I would, I love to read myself, so I would inevitably ask different girls what they were reading, the ones who I knew actually like to read. <laughs> and uh, when I started to read their books that they were, they were a lot of them like the same books. So I picked them up, I started reading them, and I got it, I got why they liked it, I'd get into the story into the characters, it would be a really exciting read. But one thing I found, after story after story, the one thing I found in common was that I'd be actually depressed at the end, yeah, like, yeah. so sad, no hope, And a lot of these stories would be in that like dystopian or speculative fiction, action and adventure kind of thing. And they were really good, but I just felt like the hope at the end was, there wasn't any, it was just another person taking over who would probably make things bad again. So I made it my personal mission to find some solid, excellent books for young adults um, with hope that I could share with these girls that I was ministering to and something that pointed to Jesus ultimately in a way that wasn't cheesy, you know, Yeah, uh, <laughs> that cheesy thing is a thing. So I really <laughs> didn't want that. And I searched everywhere, but I couldn't find anything. I'd got books out at the library. I'd read the excerpts you could get online, but I'd be over it within the first chapter over and over yeah. again. I just would get bored or it would be so cheesy right from the get-go. It just wasn't a good story. And I was like, I'm not, I can't read this. I can't tell these girls to put aside the books they like to read something that I'm, I know isn't going to work. So, um, I mean, there may have been some great Christian books in like romantic comedy or whatever, a different genre, but in the genres I was looking at, I couldn't find anything. So I just started to pray about it. And I was kind of like, God, why can't I find anything? Like, there should be some good alternatives. These books don't have hope. And they, some of them are like pushing things that are actually not biblical, Mm. you know? So I was just feeling upset about it. And one day I had this impression on my heart. It's not like God spoke to me in an audible voice. It was just this kind of feeling of like, Carly, you do it. You write the book. And I, had never before. I'm not one of those people who like grew up being like I'm going to write a book one yeah. day. Um, so it was kind of crazy. I had never written a novel. Didn't know how to write a novel, but I couldn't get this idea out of my head. It was just on my heart. So I was like, "All right, I'll write a book." But God, like, you have to show me what to write, and and it needs to be a good story. Right. Like, I don't want to write some kind of dumb story. <laughs> so, um, and then the, he started to give me a story, and. Um, I just, I believe that God can use stories to demonstrate biblical truths in powerful ways and take Christian terms that we know but we don't actually know how to live out and give us like a demonstration of how to live out that spiritual truth Mm -hmm. and so that's what I'm trying to do with my stories now I started writing found out it's such a process Um, (laughs) wrote my first draft was like oh my goodness I thought I was done not done so um, and the Lord just brought me through this this process has actually been several years now Um, he actually had me set it aside for a season bring it back up but Um, in it all just like teaching me about who he is and leading me through it Um, but one of the things that I had to come to terms with as I was doing it was that like this calling wasn't something I saw in anybody else's life around me Mm. and so it kind of was like wait, this is weird. Like no one else is raising their hands, jumping up and down that I knew of being like, I want to write a novel, yeah. maybe a spiritual living book, you know, like a, yeah. a book that like dug into the Bible. I got that, but a novel, I was right. like, no yeah. one's doing that, you know, and actually most of my friends are all about like foreign missions, which was fantastic, but I wasn't called to that. Mm-hmm. So just having to like sort through that and, and really come to the place where I was like, all right, God, like I'm going to walk in what you've called me to, even if it doesn't make sense to everybody else. And um, so that's kind of where I'm at right now. I'm getting ready to publish book one of the trilogy, finishing up writing book two. Um, So I'm excited to see what God has. And it's just been an incredible journey watching him work in spite of me, honestly, because I I didn't have it. I I get that whole not many wise are called thing because I definitely know... It's than him you know
0: yeah I love that that's so good and we will talk more about the book at the end too and just um your plans for maybe like when it might be coming out and all that stuff so people can can find it when it does and I'm so excited about that um and yeah thank you so much for for sharing all of that I talked about a little bit in the intro but you know For those of you who may have skipped over the intro, Carly was a mentor to me in high school. She was already in leadership in that time when I was there. And that's kind of, I feel like, well, we knew each other before then through a mutual friend, but um, that's kind of where our relationship began and now has just continued. And we're just like great friends now who encourage each other in the Lord. Um, But she has so much wisdom to share. And um, I just love that everything you were just talking about started with like, ministering to girls who are like young adults and in high school um because that's just exactly where I know you from so it just feels so well I love that um okay so let's dive into our topic for today which is comparison um and you were kind of almost touching on this a little bit and just kind of the end there of like how um you know all of your friends seem to be called to very specifically foreign missions a lot of them like it seemed like a lot of them were going in that direction and I can imagine for myself like if I saw that um I would almost feel like is this something I'm called to is it not and then I for me at least I feel like comparison really starts to just settle in very easily and I think that applies to like, You see all of your friends, you know, maybe it's a career, maybe it's a life stage, maybe it's just what they're wearing, like all of those things and comparison really hits, um, but, like, we know this to be true. Comparison is the thief of joy. And um, I think something sometimes it's something we talk about very lightheartedly. We're like, oh, yeah, you know, like I'm comparing. But it's actually like tapping into covetousness, which is a sin, and envy, which is a sin, um, and something that God does not want for us. Um, and one reason that i'm very passionate about talking about comparison and covetousness is because i believe that it really keeps our eyes on the horizontal and on other people Mm -hmm. and doesn't allow us to fully walk into what god is calling us to because we're so focused on what he's calling others to and where he has them in their lives um and we want that instead of like no he has something for me he has a purpose for me that i'm like refusing to step into because I want his purpose for her, you know? Um, and, and I think that's such a dangerous place to be in, but comparison feels like such a lighthearted topic. So I, I'm just excited for us to dive into that. Um, But to, so just if you could, whether it is specifically with this, um, with your friends being called for admissions and you not describe, um, I guess if you could, for me, like just comparison and where you see it in your own life the most, whether it's past, whether it's present, whatever it is. Um, and then I'll do the same after you too, but, um, yeah, like where comparison has hit you.
1: Yeah, great. Well, I agree with everything you just said. Comparison, it's it's easy to make comparison less than envy or jealousy because yeah. we can find those in the Bible and we can be like, "Oh, sin." But comparison, it's easy to kind of gloss over and like you said, make it lighthearted, yeah. but I know in my own life that hasn't been true. Like the it's the beginning of a road that leads me away from what God's called me to every mm. single time. Like, so I, I did mention earlier, and like you said, uh, struggling with ministry and spiritual life and calling comparison, because yeah. I think it's easy in the Christian culture specifically to look at certain callings as better quote unquote. Yes. And, you know, Oof. like, Oh, you're called to be, you know, a pastor or a ministry, a missionary or a ministry leader. And so like your calling God must like you better mm-hmm. and I want him just, to like me better. You're more solid <laughs> like you're, Christian
0: period. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yes, exactly. Like whatever the crazy thought might be yeah. like, and and it's so easy to get drawn into comparing ourselves or at least for me, it's, I think that's an area where I struggled probably the most, like my calling, my purpose, um, what God's doing in my life. It looks different than someone else when I'm comparing my life to them. And I feel like, am I lesser? You know, and um, especially back, I'd say in my earlier 20s, um, specifically, I did have a lot of friends who, you know, they they were, whether they were called to Africa or the Middle East or just these different places that God totally called them to. Yeah. It, it felt like it was all of my friends. Like it was just the ones I was closest to. And um, many of them have gone on to walk in those callings, which is incredible. Yeah. But for me at that time, um, it was really like, I'd actually like search my Bible and try to actually work up that calling. Right. I was comparing myself so much that I was like, yeah, 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 I'm called to that too. Like I've gotta be, right? Cause that that means I'm spiritual. And here's all of my awesome godly friends who are called yeah. to this foreign missions and maybe me too, you know? And um, I found that in doing that, I lost a lot of like what God wanted to do in me personally. Mm. You know, like I was so consumed with, this comparison and this like trying to achieve something that wasn't what God was calling me to that I was missing the things he had right in front of me and he thank thankfully because he's so faithful and gracious he like woke me up from that but it's still a struggle sometimes where you know like I think I mentioned earlier it's like I I feel called to write this book but then I look at other people and feel like oh but I, I don't know if that's what they're called to and like they're not called to this and it's easy to compare and just look at my life and be like I, I or even like who I am and where I met in my life like I'm in my 30s and my life is not like any of my friends in their 30s you know mm-hmm. it's it's it looks different I'm single I don't have kids but like when I start comparing myself I end up like depressed and discouraged right. but when I'm just like this is where God has me I can like walk in this freedom and just this contentment and excitement, but like, it's, it's a, it's a struggle still. Like it's a battle to kind of go back and forth between those things. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's so good. I feel like um, comparison in our calling is such a big struggle And I think it starts really early too. Like I can vividly remember like friends being like, oh, I feel like the Lord wants me to do this. And I'm, and that same idea. I'm like, does he want me to do that too? Because that sounds really great. And that sounds super spiritual. And like, I should be called to that, I guess, you know, like kind of thing. Um, So I think that's so good. And I think just again, very practically now, like in your twenties and thirties and just feeling like, okay, what is everybody else doing? And am am I on par for that? You know, like, Mm -hmm. am I on the same like path and track like am I behind am I ahead like all of that when really that is like non-existent like there is no behind Mm -hmm. there is no ahead like when you're walking what God calls or has called you to and has for you like you are right where you're supposed to be yeah. But I think, as a society and even in the church, like Christian society, we can really be like, "Okay well, they're ahead in life, even if we don't say mm-hmm. it out loud, like we feel we feel that way. um, and I think I think it can just be such a very tricky thing. I think for me, um. A big thing was was definitely just, like, calling to and almost just mm-hmm. feeling like I had my, like, hat in 20 different places, you know, and I was doing, like, yeah. all of the things, but, like, kind of like jack of all trades, master of not you none kind of vibe mm-hmm. and just doing all that stuff. And I think from the outside, you know, and, and even internally, like, firmly believing the Lord has a purpose for me in this, but it's so hard. To then see other people succeeding so very much and you're like kind of not as as successful, quote unquote, as you want to be in a certain area. Maybe I think for me, that's something that I struggle with in comparison is like seeing where the Lord brings other people people in their gifts talents abilities ministries all of that um and being like okay lord like when are you going to boost this like crazy thing you know or something yeah. and, and just seeing the advance of other people and and i think again practically right now like people buying houses and and all of that just very practical life things and realizing mm-hmm. like the lord has something different for all of us and at the end of the day when we're walking in what he has for us, like, literally none of that matters. Like, whether I got a house or not is not going to matter in the long run, you know. But, like, yeah. how I serve the Lord and, like, if I listen to his leading, like, really matters a lot. Um, but, yeah, so I really feel that in the calling area. I have felt that in the relationship area, in the body area, big time. Like, comparison, oh, yeah. body image, huge for me. Um, for, for as long as I can remember, like, whether I felt like I was too thin to, like – oh, my jeans don't fit anymore, you know, kind of, like, and everything in between. Um, acne, that was another thing for me. I'm just going on a rant now about, like, everything that I've compared about myself. But bottom line, yeah, I feel like we definitely have both struggled with comparison. Um, yeah. And, and it's really tough, but um, it is actually wrong, and it can be detrimental. And you touched on that, too, how, like um, – you have actually missed out on maybe things that the Lord was wanting you to do in that season maybe because you were looking to the right or to the left at, at great things, at, like, people who were, yeah. like, stepping into their calling. It wasn't like, you know, you were, you know, doing whatever and, and it just was, like, totally off the rails, you know, anything like that. Like, yeah. you're like, oh, this is so great that they're doing this, but that is what is so tricky about comparison, and I just did it. And I'm like, because it's not actually, like, wrong, but, but actually, like, it can be – sinful when we start to envy and covet so um let's just talk about that too why comparison is actually wrong and detrimental um and how it does really distract us from who god made us to be and the purpose he has for us um yeah yeah let's let's go i'm just gonna say two verses before we dive into this um and I think they just apply really well. Galatians 1.10 says, For am I now seeking the approval of man or of God? Or am I trying to please man? If I were still trying to please man, I would not be a servant of Christ. And I felt like this just applied so well because I think a lot of times comparison sinks in. Because we have to feel we feel like we have to measure up to a certain point in society. Like that's why that's why we compare is because it seems better for some reason. But like am I seeking that approval of other people or is it really just me and the Lord? And if it's really just me and the Lord, then it's like that's what I'm walking in, period. Um, and then I felt like this one just really just hit the nail on the head. Is Exodus 20, 17. And it says, you shall not covet your neighbor's house. Um, and it goes on your neighbor's wife or his male servant or female servant, his ox's donkey or anything that is your neighbor's. Um, and I love this too, just really going back to like comparison because you know you're like thinking like, oh, I want this from somebody else. Taps into that covet and like mm. envy and it's straight up thin. So anyway – I just thought those verses were super cool um, so and speaks good. to like comparison is actually something not like this silly thing that we might struggle with, but it's something the Lord has not called us to at all.
1: Yeah, yeah I totally agree. And actually I had written down that Galatians one ten verse as well. And just like thinking about this and praying about this topic and another one um, that I always think of when I'm thinking about comparing and one that the Lord brings to mind, I think when I am comparing myself to others is, um, second Corinthians 10, 12, mm-hmm. it says, we dare not class ourselves or compare ourselves with those who commend themselves, but they measuring themselves by themselves and comparing themselves among themselves are not wise. And so it just like flat out, if I'm comparing myself with other people, I am not wise. And mm-hmm. I don't want to be known as somebody who's not wise. You know, I do want to, I want to, walk in the wisdom of Christ, you know, but yeah, I agree with you completely. It is biblically wrong Um, as much as we want to classify it as this other fun pet project. um, And, you know, like, and I think social media can help us feel like comparison is okay sometimes because it's easy to scroll. I know for me and see like everybody else. And I need to just step away from that sometimes because I find like comparison is like creeping in, in that moment, you know, I'm like, oh, they all are doing. And it's always the thing that I feel I'm feeling the most vulnerable about vulnerable about in yes. that moment. You know, it's like if I'm like, oh, I don't have a boyfriend, then everybody has a has somebody they're with. Mm-hmm. Or if it's like, oh, like I just feel like I'm not fully like where I wanna be in this calling God's had on my life. I feel like everyone else is having some major success in their calling, you know, and yeah. it's it's totally not even how it is. It's just how I'm perceiving it. But like it's easy to like it's so detrimental in that way. Like it can get in and just break me down and discourage me. Like for me, comparison ends up bringing me to this place. That's like, I'm discouraged. I'm like low. I don't want to actually get up and do what God's called me to do because I just almost feel like I, it doesn't even, I can't even do it anymore. Like it's, I've spent so much time comparing that now I'm like, I'm just kind of in the dumps over here. And it's hard to actually get up and do the thing that I need to do. And um, which is exactly the thing that would get me out of my dumps and discouragement, you know, is like walking in what God has for me. But I think it it's just something the enemy can use to like break us down and like keep us away from where God's called us to be, you know, yeah. and our purpose.
0: Yeah. Let's talk about that too, specifically like what you just said, because I think sometimes like it can become that big where it's like, the Lord has, you know, we've said this over and over, but, like, the Lord has called you to something specifically, and, like, we don't know the impact of what the Lord wants to do in that very thing he's calling you to, and, you know, we know, like, from Esther and and all throughout scripture, like, he can use other people. Like, it's not, like, what the Lord has planned is not going to get done, but, like, maybe what he has planned for me, like, I'm going to miss out on. But not only am I going to miss out on it, like, the devil, like, wants to distract us from those things because they Mm. can have an impact on other people. Like, because, praise the Lord, there have been times where I'm like – very like in tune with what the Lord might have for me to do in that day like the impact that I've able been able to have and like encourage people with or like redirect lives with in some ways like is so incredible and it's like okay well what if I was sitting there and I was like maybe I'm not that encouraging or impactful so I'm not even going to meet with this person today you know I'm not even going to really like say anything and and I miss out on something like that even something as simple as that where it's like maybe the Lord has given you a spiritual gift and now you're like comparing your. gift to somebody else and you're not Mm. utilizing that gift I don't know just all that but how it can become so big that it's like okay well now like this is tapping into God's plan for like your community and the world because, like, you're Mm. refusing to step into what God has for you. And again, like, just to reiterate, that doesn't mean that his plans are not going to happen like they are. They're going to come forth. But, like, maybe I won't be able to be a part of that. And that's, that's like, so sad and scary, you know? Like, when we think about it in that big picture idea and then the eternal, like, the things that we get to, Mm. you know, not that we obviously, like, don't go to heaven because we missed out on, like, some things here. But, like, I don't know. I th- I just think it is there is so much fruit that we can miss out on that the devil tries to mm. snatch from us um all because we're looking at other people.
1: Yeah. Well, and he comes to steal, kill and to destroy, yeah. right? Like that's what the enemy is coming to do and he is so good at it that we don't even know it's happening sometimes until we look back and we're like, "Oh, wow." So like good. I miss something or even like sometimes for me like I've been there where exactly what you're saying where it's like I feel like oh I'm like why am I even gonna go do this thing and but then I by God's grace like he gives me that strength to step out of that and go do the thing and I see him work through me in a way that's just like mind-blowing because you know there's those moments where like I didn't even know I should say that and like it was clearly exactly what that girl needed to hear or something and you know he works and it's just like whoa like so humbling and it's like thankful that the enemy didn't get that that chance to just to steal that thing you know and um but I also think like you what you were saying just reminded me of how um you know, Paul talks about in Corinthians, every part and ligament does its share. And so the body is like, performs better, functions better when every person does what they're called to do. And he's like, we can't all be an eye, you know, if if that were the case, where would be the hearing? And we can't all be an ear. Like we, you know, we need to each function in the role God called us to. And if we're not, Mm. then the body is actually like kind of harmed in that, you know, and like you said, God's purpose, not going to, like ever be thwarted he will accomplish what he pleases and he is so faithful to like like Mordecai said to Esther you alluded to this earlier like if you don't stand up and do this someone else God's going to raise up someone else but it's going to be to to the loss of your life essentially Mm. and um so like that's God will raise up others but we miss out and we also like if in thinking of just about Esther, like he said, and your family. Like it's so it affects not just us when we don't step up and do what God calls us to. It affects those around us, specifically those closest to us. And um, you know, when I like have I think way back um it's probably when I was most struggling with the comparison with my friends, with their spiritual gifts. And I just I was spending like all this time with them too and like which wasn't bad. Spending time with friends is fantastic. But in being so focused on them and their callings and like trying and comparing myself and trying to be that, I like, I had this moment where I got smacked on the head and not mm. literally figure <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and realized like I had like my brother and I were, we were super close at that time. And I was like, I wasn't really spending much time with him at all. And mm. I was missing out on this relationship God had for me. And like, thankfully um, I kind of woke up and I took some, More time with him, which was a blessing because now we really don't get to have that as much. But I have this like thing that I would have missed that I am thankful for as much as it stinks that we don't still have that. Like there was a season where I got that where I would have totally missed it if I had continued to just compare myself, you know, and just realizing too, like when I'm not walking where God's called me to it does affect my family. It affects my closest friends. It affects affects that person that I was yeah. supposed to meet with maybe. Yeah, God's gonna touch her and speak that truth to that girl, but like maybe she needed to hear it today and like I didn't step up and do that and that stinks, you know? Like yeah. it it doesn't just affect me. My choices, my decisions don't just affect me and comparison is, is going to rob me of that purpose God's called me to, but it also is gonna like, rob someone else, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and I, I'm like, when I think about it in those terms, it's like, oh, I need to, especially when I'm talking about walking in my purpose or not, you know, because of comparison, it's like, wow, Lord, be yeah. please keep me. Cause I know in myself, I'm, I'm all, I'm just going to compare myself all, all day long with yeah. other people, you know? So, but it's, you see like how it really has such an impact so much bigger than we can realize in a moment sometimes
0: yeah that's so good and just really hitting on like how it is greater than just ourselves like the choices that we make but how those Mm -hmm. choices really can be like thwarted if we're too busy looking at other people's decisions and like making decisions based on those decisions or like not making decisions because other people are not doing things or whatever it is Um, and so it's so important I just I just love that you said that because it's not even just about like the impact that it's going to have on us and it will have an impact. Than us, but it's not even just Mm -hmm. about that. It's like the Lord has called us to something so much greater that can impact other people. Um, and, and I, I mean, I know it's true for you too, but like, I want to be a part of that, you know, like I, I want to be a part of what the Lord is doing in the people around me, in my community, in the world, like, and, and who knows, like maybe there are things that are going to like, for example, Esther's just my favorite. Like I, I love that book so much, but like she was this orphan girl who ended up changing the trajectory of history, like of a nation and like what happened there. And, and I'm not saying that we're all called to be like literal world changers. Absolutely not. And, and no calling, you know, that's not a lesser calling or a better calling than anything else. But like, we don't know what not doing what God calls us to is, is gonna, is gonna affect. Um, or at least our part in that. So yeah, I just love that you were talking about like how it has that impact on other people as well. And and I think this is why too, like just kind of continuing here, um why it is so important to like nip it. What's it is it nip it in the butt or nip it in the bud? I never know what the expression is. In the is. bud, I in think. In the bud. All right, well <laughs> with a D. <laughs> yeah. bud. <laughs> with a D. Um,
1: Either works.
0: <laughs> but yeah, like I think it's so important because at least for me, I don't know if this is true for you. I sometimes feel like comparison can almost be a good motivator. Like, I'm like, okay, this is happening, like, for business or career or purpose, I'm like, this is happening in this person's life. And I feel like I'm comparing myself. But maybe I should be, because then maybe, like, I will start to implement these things. And, like, maybe it should be a good, like, like I said, just motivator, um, but why, like, why is that not the case at all? Like, it actually is, again, like we've talked about this whole time, something that can be so destructive, but mm-hmm. but I do think we, at least for myself, like, I need to keep in check this mentality that, like, well, maybe I should have, I don't know, these people I'm still following on my Instagram because they motivate me to be, quote, unquote, better, or because they're my, quote, yeah. unquote, inspiration, you know? Um, right, I feel like yeah that actually just hit me sometimes I guess our inspirations quote unquote uh-huh. again for the 15th time um <laughs> can actually be like comparison more so than like something we just want to mm-hmm. and not that inspiration is bad at all but yeah I feel like maybe sometimes at least for me they can kind of be intertwined there um yeah. but yeah I guess just talking on on that like really quickly too um I feel like I can almost twist comparison to be something that I see as a motivator and something that I need to stay in so that I fully feel the weight of like where I'm at and that I need to do better. Maybe
1: that's just really
0: intense and legalistic, but
1: yeah, I don't know (laughs) if you, if you can speak to that at all too. Yeah. Well, I think like when we do let comparison in, in that way as a quote unquote motivator, it can easily lead to competitiveness mm. and keep us from rejoicing with those rejoice or even so weeping good. with those who weep yeah. because it's like, oh, I'm comparing. So it, if they're succeeding, I don't actually want to come over and like, be like, that's incredible. Good job. I'm so excited. I'm so proud for you. I'm more want to be like, all right, my turn. I got to get one up yeah. on her now. Like I've got to do this now. Or if someone's, like hit hard by something we can be like it's for me this I don't want to speak for everybody for me it can be easy to look at that person if I'm comparing and be like oh I'm sorry to your face but in behind the scenes I'm like yes like now I have a chance to get ahead. better you know mm. and like get ahead and that's so not how yeah. Jesus called us to be yeah. so it's like if I don't like cut that out right away I'm in danger of these things you know and and it can also breed complacency as much as it could we can say it's going to motivate me but it can also just I could just be like well I'm too far gone now or or even worse I think oh look how much better I'm doing than all these other people I don't need to keep trying you know and so not true you know if we're not pressing forward in what God has for us we will fall back it's It is a daily moment by moment Mm -hmm. reaching forward into what god's called us to if we stop that it's like if you stop fighting an enemy he will attack he will push you back we can't just be okay where we are and you know sometimes when i'm comparing i can end up complacent and that's a really dangerous place to be you know um but yeah i think like the motivation or inspiration like i think it is good to be like okay this per- this person's walk with the Lord is a beautiful thing to behold. And I, I want to be that close to Jesus. I don't, I think that kind of thing, it's like, all right, we want to, we want people in our lives who are going to always yeah. call us into things deeper with him. But sometimes if it's like work related or even about my purpose in my life mm. or um, my calling or whatever, or even my looks or my, um, you know, my body image or any of those yeah. kind of things, it's like, it can, that, comparison can bring me to a place where i'm like i think i need to achieve something to do what god's called me to do and that's that's not always true he's he does Thanks i love 1st so corinthians i think it's chapter 2 where he just paul just like he's like not many wise are called not many you know like rich or you know it's he talks about like the fools being called and yeah. i'm misquoting it but it's just such an awesome chapter um and just this idea of like, it's so that no man can glory in themselves. It's so Mm -hmm. that all the glory goes to God. So if I look at someone else and I'm like, I'm going to be motivated to be better, but really in reality, God's like, I need you to be your weak, miserable, seeming self to everyone else so that my glory can more shine. Like I'm totally missing the point. Mm -hmm. Like I don't need to achieve X, Y, or Z to walk where God's called me to. He will enable me to walk in that calling. And if I'm comparing, I'm going to miss Him taking this like wise or unwise, sorry, this foolish, weak woman and like doing something that the world and those around me can only marvel at and say, that really couldn't have been accomplished by that girl on her own. There needed to be something bigger going on there. And it's it's God, you know? And at that point, I get the chance to point to Him, you know?
0: Yeah, I think that's so good too. And it makes me feel like sometimes when we are looking at other people and we're like, I wanna be better, like, the real thing that we're actually thinking is, like, no, I just want to be more like her. Like, I just want mm. to have that. Like, maybe it's not bettering myself, but it's just, like, I just want my life to be her life or, like, to look more like her life. And and that's not at all running the race that the Lord has called us to, you know? And yes. I think it's almost very much – what is it? It's, like, the rabbit in the hair, I think. No, the hair is the rabbit. Wait, what? The tortoise on the hair? The tortoise in the hair. <laughs> <and> the hair. <laughs> I'm, like, butchering these um expressions and and stories, but – um. Like, we see the hare is, like, so advanced, and he's looking back, and he's like, oh, well, the tortoise is so slow. Let me, like, you know, chill. Like, I'm totally fine. But then the tortoise wins the race because what? Right. Like, because the hare is comparing in, like you were saying, like, even to comparison in a negative way. Like, oh, I'm better then. And and it's not, like, running the race, and not that this story really involves the Lord, but, like, for her own sake, like, running yeah. the race that God has called me to. Because I'm not like behind or ahead or anything. It's just like me and the Lord. And I loved that you said too, like <clears throat> if I am looking around and wanting the things that other people have, then I am not able to like weep with those who weep and I'm not able to rejoice with those who rejoice. Um, like I can't cheer other people on because I feel jealous. And that's just, that's Mm. like just real reality, real talk. Um, And it's happened too many times in my own life where I feel like it is hard for me to cheer other people on because I wanted that thing first, you know, where I wanted it, period. Um, But the Lord's like, it's either not the right time or it's just not yours. Um, But then I remember hearing too, and I loved this, I forget where it's from, but just talking about how like, just because the Lord gives something to somebody else doesn't mean he took it from you it doesn't mean that like Mm. he's removing this from you to give to them you don't have to be envious of them it's not like they stole it or like you know that you'll never get it we don't even know um but it's just not what the lord has for you right now and what he has for you is so much greater so like stop looking right or left just cheer people on in their own walks with the lord and what the lord's doing in their life but like really focusing on like what does he want to do in me and, and that is just so vital. Um, so, too, if you have any tips, like, what do we do then? Like, we've covered, you know, why comparison can actually be sinful and actually be, like, really detrimental. Um, so how do we fight it? Because, again, it's something that's so common. It's something that I think social media really um, fosters well unintentionally mm. or intentionally, whatever have you, with the algorithm um, and <laughs> all of that. <clears throat> I think intentionally, but um, it really fosters comparison and I think really drives that up. So um, especially in our world today, I think comparison is more rampant than it ever was before because there's always something new in our face. Um, It's not like we visited our neighbor and we saw their house. Now we're in our own house and we're seeing their house on our Instagram. Like it's just 24 seven. So how do we fight um, this comparison bug or yeah, like what do we do when we feel that coming on?
1: Yeah. Well, I think as unpopular as this might be, I do think actually taking a break from so- social media is sometimes the healthiest thing yes. you can do. It, it's not saying cut it out of your life forever and ever and ever. I'm not ever gonna tell somebody to do that. That's between you and Jesus. But I do think yeah. a healthy break is really helpful. Like it, that can bring a change of perspective. And often, I mean, we do it ourselves, right? okay, I'm terrible at Instagram, Megan would be the first to tell you, but (laughs) if we're going to post something, you want it to be beautiful. You Mm. want it to be perfect looking. You don't, you want it to tell a story, but sometimes that story is not accurate. So often social media is giving us someone else's story. That's not even a true representation of their life. So we're comparing ourselves to this false reality as much as we, if we were comparing ourselves to somebody on reality TV, it's actually not real. You know, it's, so okay. I think just practically something you could do today, if you're like, I am so in the middle of struggling with this, I see how this is impacting me and it's not good. And you're into social media, just turn it off. Mm-hmm. Take a week, take two weeks and just step away. Yeah. But also when you take something out, you have to replace it with something. So um, don't just like say I'm not going on social media because then you're going to sit there and wish you were on social media. Replace it with something, yeah. whether it's like going for a walk or hanging out with a person in real life. And like, I'm all about being real with your friends. And so if like that God's put in your life, there's that core group of people. I think that God's given us each of us. Um, and if you don't have it, I'd seek it out where we can yeah. be real, where we can open up and share, like, this is something I'm struggling with. Can you pray for me? Like Spend some time with that person or those people in your life. Be real about where you're at. Ask for their prayers. Yeah. Um, we don't have to struggle alone. Um, so so don't. You know, like, we are the body of Christ. Mm. We are members together. And so if you're in a place where you're struggling and that you feel that, I encourage you to reach out to someone else. Yeah. Um, open your Bible, too. That's the super, super Christian answer. <laughs> but it's also the one I go to all the time. Yeah. So you know, is that eternal perspective we talked about, touched on a little bit throughout this time. Like we find that eternal perspective when we are opening God's word and remembering what he has said so and good. what is coming and what Jesus has done for us. Like all of that, that's going to drive comparison away because you're pouring into yourself really good things at that point. And mm. um, yeah, so those, those would be some of the things I would recommend. <laughs> so. I, I
0: love that. Okay, so I'm just going to reiterate. So we have um, rooting out anything really that like fosters, I think, comparison, but specifically social media. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm currently on a personal social media fast. So I have, you know, She Lives and uh, my business, my Pam Social. So I'm still on those. But like for my personal Instagram, I am fasting from that right now. Highly recommend. Mm-hmm. I think it is one so eye-opening because you just realize how addicted we actually all are to social media and it's scary. Um, But Mm. two, it's just healthy. So yes, rooting out things that will foster that comparison, specifically social media, reading your Bible, having that eternal perspective, and then like, actually being open with people that you trust that are close to you about that i've even had like friends where we're talking and i'm like i'm honestly jealous of you right now like i'm I'm straight up like i'm just envious and i want to be happy but i can't you know like or like i i am happy for you but like there is a little bit of like you know and just being like real um, and I think that is okay. Like to not be ashamed about it. Um, cause we all, like we just confessed ours, you know, like we all have felt that way. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. So I would, would you say those were, I think that was like four of them. Mm-hmm. I think that's yeah. so good. I don't know if I missed yeah. one, but, um, no, that, that yeah. It. Okay. Yeah. No, perfect. I <laughs> love it. I think that's so good. Um, I think, too, like, one big thing that can help fight comparison um, is to, and you you talked about this when you talked about, like, rooting out social media, like, replacing it with something, which I think is so important, because otherwise we're just wasting our time with something else probably. Um, but, like, two, like, rooting out comparison and putting in contentment and, like, putting in yes. the Lord and, like, you know, reading scripture, like you were just talking about. Um, So how do we like sow contentment into our lives aside from just like rooting those things out, but like, how do we really sow in contentment um, so that we were not even, I guess, almost like decreasing that like bug of um, comparison?
1: Yeah. Well, I think some of it is choosing to be grateful, Mm -hmm. right? Like if I can take my eyes off of other things and look at what God's actually given me and choose thankfulness that can be a really powerful thing yeah. in my life I know there's times where I didn't want to do it but I chose to be grateful and chose to find things to thank God for and it actually started to remind me of all God's given me and I had a greater contentment in my life you know because I was seeing my God's hand in my life and yeah. that's incredible you know Um and I think an eternal perspective is a some a way to be content even with where I'm yeah. at right now, because it's realizing that like, yeah, there's things that I might want here. But if I'm looking above, if I'm looking to eternity, if I'm remembering that this is temporary and that there's something coming that's bigger and so much better than now, then I can like, I can better serve God and, and run with endurance this race. Cause I'm like, th- it's like, it's like the road trip to get me to the place I want to be. You know, I don't have to have everything I need right now or or I have everything I need. I don't have have everything I want right now, because in reality, I'm wanting something that's just a, a smaller shadow of the big things in eternity that my heart is longing for. You know, you want that relationship, but it's really because we long to be connected deeply And that will happen in eternity. So whether I end up in a relationship or not, I will have that deep connection with my God and with others one day, you know? I want that house. Maybe I'll never get it here, but I'll have a mansion in heaven. That's a pretty good deal, you know? So just thinking like (laughs) that eternal perspective, which is something we gain from seeking the Lord and being in the word. But I think like that can be really beneficial to um, give me a contentment with where I'm at you know, and choosing gratefulness because then I can look and see what he's doing. And if I'm seeing what he's doing, um, I'm just more content because I'm resting in him instead of trying to figure it all out myself. You know,
0: I love that. I think those are both like such great um, ways to like have that contentment. I think even like almost combining the two is like Um, at least for myself, I have realized like when I'm really pursuing on the day-to-day what God has for me, like very super actively, like, okay, Lord, like who would you have me talk to today? What would you have me do? Who would you have me love? You know, like all of these things, like put people in my path. And then like you said, like when those things start to happen, you're like, oh my gosh, the Lord is really so involved in my life. And I think that just does like, bring forth contentment because then you're like thankful and you're like being grateful for these things and then it's tying in that eternal perspective like too um and it just I think hits such this place of like the Lord is so involved in my life and and I think gives me this peace that like okay then I can trust that he is like involved with mm-hmm. all of my desires too and like all of those things and he is running the show because I just watched him do it today you know because I yes. allowed him into today um yeah, so I feel like almost like breaking down like that really practical like walking in and like running my own race into the day-to-day and the moments-to-moments has been so helpful for me um, yes. um in, in comparison to. Yeah,
1: no, that is so good. I'm 100% in, in agreement because when you're focusing on what God's calling you to, you have to like look at him yeah. and ask him for that. And like it moves our focus off of other people, right? Because yeah. I'm like, okay, God, what do you want from me? Not as what she doing, not where do I go right. like to be like this person. It's just, oh no, I want your will. And when I'm actively seeking that and like walking in it, it brings contentment Yeah, because who we were created to be is like to to know him and to make him known. And our purpose, our calling is going to do that in the best way yeah. that he's you know equipped us to he's made us in his image and likeness for a purpose specific to each of us and as i'm walking in that more fully i'm going to be more content and at peace even if my lo- life looks radically different from everyone around me right
0: right no i love that i love that so much oh this was such a good um topic and conversation but um okay as we're just wrapping up here do you have like whether it's related to this topic or unrelated just one um bit of encouragement for the girls who are listening to the Sheila's purposely podcast just one last thing to say to them and then we'll talk about where they can find you and and this book that is like pending coming out i'm so excited um so yeah all right just one last bit of encouragement
1: sure so One of the things I love about She Lives Purposefully, so this whole podcast and everything is how you focus on how each of us have a purpose and that God has created us on purpose and for a purpose. And I believe that with all of my heart. Mm -hmm. And I know that you will not be fully satisfied and free until you're experiencing the life he has for you to walk in. Mm -hmm. And so when you're walking in your purpose, not my purpose, not Megan's purpose, but or even some other per- person that you're thinking of right now um, when you're walking in who like your purpose and who God has called you to be, then you'll experience this life and freedom that mm-hmm. is only found when you're connecting with him in that way. It's like abiding in him and yeah. in a powerful way. And um, and you alone can reflect something of him that no one else can. He created you for a, something to do something in this world that no one else can to Mm. show of who he is and a facet of his character and his grace. So not just for your sake, but for ours, for the people in your life, for the body of Mm. Christ in general, we need you to walk in who God called you to be. You know, it's not as like somebody else because we, you know, it's not going to actually hit anybody's life in the way it will as if you like walk with with yeah. God in the way He's called you to walk, you know.
0: So I love yeah. that. I think that's so good. No, I love that. Just like really realizing that we like need you to walk in your purpose, and we need you yeah. to seek Jesus because, like, you are an active, like, just like you said, like part of the body of Christ, and and the body, like the parts of the body, need the other parts of the body, and just like yeah. Scripture tells us. So I love that. That is such a sweet encouragement, and just such a good, just a good reminder, like just to really walk in that. And like we've talked about before earlier on this podcast, like there's more at stake to that than just like whatever you do with your life, you know, like there's people that are impacted. So I love that. Thank you for that encouragement. Um, Okay. So where can people find you, hear more from you and um, tell us a little more about this, this book of yours?
1: Sure. So my website is CJMalacy.com. I understand that Malacy is really hard to spell. So I'll
0: link it okay. in the show notes too.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everything she
0: says will be linked so you guys can find that right here um, on the episode.
1: Yeah. So, uh, and then I have an, an Instagram. It's at cjmilassi. Uh I am, I mentioned it before, I'm, I'm working on being more present on there, but I am not great at <laughs> social media. So if you want to connect with me, I say go on my website. You can sign up for my email list or you can Mm. contact me through a contact form on there. And I would love to hear from you and be in touch. Um, I, as far as my book, so I am, the stories I write are young adult and they are action adventure with like a speculative twist. And I love to weave in the hope of the gospel and what it looks like to walk and live as a Christian and um, using stories kind of as the vehicle to demonstrate a spiritual truth. So that's like, my genre i suppose you could say um my current series i'm I'm working on book one it's a a trilogy the first one uh lord willing will be coming out in september so i'm excited about that and um if you want to know more about it you can you know, read more on my website. And I'm also going to have for anyone who's listening to this podcast with Megan, I'm going to do a, a free short story dealing with actually the topic of comparison and just kind of weaving that into a story. So you can grab that on my website at cjmalaci.com slash SLP. So that'll it. just be for listeners of this podcast. That's and, so
0: exciting. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And I will link that link too. How sweet is that? Oh my gosh, you guys, I'm so, I'm so excited to uh, read that. So <laughs> um, that's going to be so, so, so good. Uh, well, definitely if you have not already um, connected with Carly, um, if you don't already know her, do that. She is just a woman of wisdom and encouragement and I am so excited for all the things that the Lord is doing in her life and um I've just you know he has been so faithful to have us connected um and too, it just is such a young age for me and for her wisdom to pour out on me and I'm excited for um you guys to reap that too in, in everything she does so check out Carly and Carly thank you so much again for coming on the Sheila's Purposefully podcast. Oh, thank you for having me Megan it's been wonderful. Thank you so much for listening to today's conversation. I would love to hear what you thought about the podcast on Instagram at SheLivesPurposefully And to rate and review us wherever you're listening from. It really helps us to serve you guys better and just lets us know what you're thinking and feeling and what you're looking for even. Um, So feel free to do that. And also, tell your friends about the podcast. Let them know if it's been an encouragement to you. Go and encourage them with it. Thank you so much again for listening. I love you, friends.